Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. Well, we move at a pretty good pace to get through the Bible in a year, and it especially feels like that in our Old Testament readings. I believe we average about 80, 85 verses a day as we go through uh, the Old Testament. And so even going through the Psalms, as you'll notice, many days it's it's many Psalms that we are reading. But today we've intentionally decided to go from 80 to 85 verses to six verses, and from many Psalms to one Psalm, and that we would uh, slow down, breathe in, and really enjoy Psalm 23. Uh, This is a beloved psalm, and we believe and obviously affirm all Scripture is inspired by God. There is no bad part of the Bible, but some parts of the Bible have clearly stood out as particularly precious to the people of God throughout history. And Psalm 23 is is one of those passages that, that just about any Christian knows and just about every Christian has been encouraged by. So the hope is today that you would slow down and maybe spend more time meditating. It's likely many of you actually have this psalm memorized, and you might not even realize that you have it memorized, but you might have it memorized anyways, just because of songs or or hearing it so much, you, you could say the whole thing if you really forced yourself to do it. So let's reflect on it. But then I really want to encourage you to, to meditate on this psalm, to intentionally slow down and think through this psalm today. Let me read it for us. It's Psalm 23, a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever." So many good things in that psalm. And again, I want you to to slow down, uh, to go through this psalm, to chew on this psalm today and all the the, the precious uh, truth that is in this psalm. I mean, starting in verse one, uh, just that, that first statement alone is incredible. The Lord is my shepherd. I mean, almost every word there is is important to us. First, just the title, the Lord, right? Uh, Yahweh, he is the one who is my shepherd, the Lord. Now think of all the ways that that's the name God really highlights for himself at the burning bush, the living God, the great I am, the one who always was, always is, always will be. That is the one who is your shepherd. And the Lord is my shepherd. Not the Lord was my shepherd, 
Not the Lord will be my shepherd someday. No, he is my shepherd and he is my shepherd. I think about how amazing it is to say that and that we could ever refer to the Lord Yahweh as my. He, he belongs to me as my shepherd. And what is he? He's, he's my shepherd. A shepherd is someone who guides, someone who feeds and provides for, someone who protects. That's who God is for me. God's leading me. God's providing for me. God's protecting me. And because that all of that is true, I shall not want. There's nothing that I'm going to need that I'm not going to get because the Lord is my shepherd. And then we see he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. These are very idyllic scenes that we consider. Um, And hopefully our souls have all experienced that. Um, We've experienced those moments where, wow, life is good and my soul is at peace. Because that's where my shepherd has, has led me. And I love the end of verse three. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So his goal is to lead us in paths of righteousness, not just for our good, although that's part of it, but it's ultimately for his name's sake. And then verse four is comforting because we know that life and even what we've seen in the life of David, life is not all green pastures and still waters. But even in the valley of the shadow of death, David says, I'm not going to be afraid for you are with me. Notice how there it even shifts from he and the third person to the second person for you. There's that intimacy that David has with God for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So even it seems in the hard times, he, he feels more close. You know, he is more direct with God. And again, even in the difficulties of life, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows, right? You know, we, we, we talk a lot about the glass, people that view the glass half full. Right. And versus those who view the glass as half empty. Well, here's David in a situation where he's reflecting on the valley of the shadow of death. He's uh, reflecting on being in the presence of his enemies. And he does not say, ah, my cup is half full. No, he says, my cup overflows. Can you say that? And you might say, well, my cup ain't overflowing. I've got some hard things going on in my life. Well, welcome to the club. And, and even, I don't think many of us could even one-up David if it was story time to talk about our sufferings and our sorrows. I think we'd all kind of shut up when David talked because his, his sufferings and his sorrows would trump ours. Yet he would say, my cup overflows. Every Christian should be able to say that. And it's not dependent on circumstances as we've seen, as this psalm is clearly a mix of both the good and the bad. But in the midst of all of that, he says, my cup overflows. Why? Well, verse 16, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Uh, Goodness and mercy are going to follow us. If the Lord is our shepherd, uh, goodness and mercy are his sheepdogs running circles around the sheep, keeping us in check, right? Keeping us all together, keeping us in line. I'm not much of a pet 
person. So I won't use this idea. So I'll give it to some of you. If you ever get a pair of dogs, name them Chesed and Tov, right? Goodness and mercy. Uh, name them or name them those those words, right? His steadfast love, Chesed, and uh, his goodness, you know, mercy. Uh, name your name your dogs those things and have them run circles around you for the rest of your life. But that's where I mean, isn't that just a precious truth? When you're waking up and the future is uncertain and your anxieties are, are waiting there for you at the bedside when your alarm closed off, guess what else is waiting there for you? His goodness and mercy, his hesed and tov, right? Those are there waiting for you. Well, what a beautiful picture. That's why we can say my, my cup overflows and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We know what eternity holds for us. So I want you to take just some extra time. Don't just be like, oh, sweet, I don't have to read much today. Spend as much time as you would normally read. Maybe journal some of your thoughts about Psalm 23. Spend time going through it, thinking through it, meditating on it, chewing on it in your mind uh, as we take time slowly, intentionally to, to soak up this psalm today. We also look in the New Testament at Acts chapter 6 today where we're introduced to this man named Stephen. Now, it comes up that there's this problem in the church, and uh, the, the, the disciples, the, the apostles come together and say, hey, we can't spend all of our time on this. We can't leave the preaching of the word of God to serve tables, so we need to pick out guys to do this. Um, but notice here, even those leaders of the church, they, they say, hey, we can't spend all our time doing this, but they spend some of their time making sure that this is taken care of and taken care of well. And it says, pick from you seven men of good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom, who you we will appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. And what they said pleased the whole gathering. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith, and of the Holy Spirit. So that's how we're introduced to Stephen. He is a man full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit. And he, then in verse 8, described as full of grace and power, he was doing great wonders and signs. But there's this dispute, and they can't, they can't answer him. And so they, it says in verse 11, they secretly instigated men who said, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses, and God. And this is something increasingly I want you to see from the Bible. When persecution comes, many times it will come in the form of false accusations. So don't just think of persecution as I'm standing for Jesus and they say, no, we don't like Jesus. Persecution will actually often come with false accusations and lies and twisted statements meant to attack you because you are connected to Jesus. After all, that's what they did with Jesus. That's what they will do with his followers. But in the midst of all of that, Stephen doesn't seem, you know, frazzled or or amped up or worried or agitated or angry. Uh, look at how it says that they they see him in verse 15 and gazing at him, all who sat in the council saw that his face was like the face of an angel. And maybe that's because Stephen knew the Lord was his shepherd. And even in the valley of the shadow of death, he didn't need to fear because he knew God was with him. He was comforted by the rod and the staff of his God. And he knew surely goodness and mercy would follow him all the days of his life. And he would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I hope those realities encourage you today as well. 
Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.